Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about exposure and education. So during the week this week, I was talking to a friend of mine and she just happened to mention in conversation that she had an idea that she wanted to leave her current job and retire within 10 years time. And she wanted to do a couple of years of traveling, which I think is a great goal. I think there's, uh, that's an absolute perfect goal. And I think that should, things like that should be easily achievable. But the key to making it achievable is having a plan and operating to a plan. So I have a similar goal and I have a plan to try and achieve that. So because I'm interested in these this topic and all the kind, everybody's different approach to this same kind of goal really interests me. You know, there's a whole host of ways that you could do something like this is kind of recreate your income from your own business that you're earning from a job. You know, there's multiple ways, whether that's through property, whether it's through stocks and shares, whether it's through your own gardening company, consulting company, your fitness company, whatever it might be, you can create your own business. It might be, you might create um, an information management business or whatever it is. There are hundreds, if not thousands of ways to kind of replace your income. And the, the way you put that plan together is going to depend on your individual per- circumstances. So speaking to my friend, I said to her, kind of, oh, what a brilliant goal. And then we kind of talked about that for a little while, about what that meant for her. So um, she wanted to go traveling for a little while and actually with her young daughter. Um, and she kind of said all the places that she wanted to go and see and why she wanted to do it and what she wanted to kind of expose her chi- her daughter to, which is a great idea. You know, all these real world experiences that she wanted her daughter to experience so that she could have uh, the widest range of opportunities possible when she was growing up. Um, which again, I think is a fantastic idea. So once we kind of talked that around that for five ten minutes, um, I kind of said, "Right, well, how how do you kind of plan on doing this? What's your route to getting there?" And she said, "Well, I've kind of come up with a plan. Uh, I'm just kind of working it out and, and running it through." I said, "Oh, great! What what kind of thing are you thinking of?" And she said, "Oh, I'm looking at. I'm quite interested in property and property investment." And I thought, oh, brilliant. What kind of um, property investment are you looking to do? And we talked about that for a minute or uh, for a few minutes. She was talking about um, single buy to let mainly because that was all that she had been exposed to. But then she started asking her que- some questions. And this is where I kind of got a bit nervous on her behalf because she was like, oh, I don't really know if I can make this work. I, it doesn't seem like the right time to be getting into the property market you know, is Brexit going to affect things? Is 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 it is it guaranteed profit? And you know, I tried to answer a few a few of those questions. In that, you know, any investment, it doesn't matter whether it's a property investment or whether it's like stocks and shares or any other, and you know, any any investment is never a guaranteed investment. So you could potentially lose out no matter what type of investment you do. And that's the same, you know, I made the point that that kind of risk is inherent in any kind of job as well, because you could be made redundant or sacked or or whatever the case might be at any point. So nothing is ever permanent. So you've kind of got to take that into account. And one of the things we got to talking about was, well, how do you mitigate against the risk of all these things? And as 
you guys would all know and expect, one of the things I suggested was, you know, you've got to get properly educated. Now, whatever your plan is, now, in this case, if, if you're talking about property and you decide, yep, that's the thing for me, that's the thing I want to go down, you know, you can always do, you know, I'm a big firm believer of you can do everything by yourself. Um, you know, there's so much free content out there, whether that's through podcasts like this or whether it's through YouTube videos, online blogs, you know, the whole host of free information out there where you could probably do put enough time and effort in to research whatever topic it is. And again, whether that's property investment or something else, there's so much information out there that you can put in a lot of time and effort, collect, collect all that information together, go through it, research your topic really well, and then get to the end point, you know, and that's a real fine, there's nothing wrong with doing it that way. Um, it's a really good point. It's just going to take you slightly longer probably than if you go and attend some courses, maybe get a mentor or a coach or whatever. These things are going to help speed up the process. So they're going to cost some money, um, but they're going to speed up the process and potentially avoid, uh, help you avoid any risks or help mitigate against risks anyway. So if you go on a property course, for example, you're going to learn the kind of highlights, the lowlights, the risks to try and avoid, um, how to mitigate against those risks, what do you do in an upturn, what do you do in a downturn, how do you manage bad tenants, what do you do in case of tax rises. All this kind of stuff should be covered on um, a good property course. Um, and again, if you're looking to do something other than property, there's going to be dozens of other, you know, dozens of courses on your chosen um, solution. Uh, let's call it a solution, your um, your end goal, uh, your, whatever you're using to get you to your end goal. So if you want to invest in stocks and shares or whether you want to invest in Bitcoin or, or whatever it might be, there are going to be courses out there that will help get you educated on that topic and help you avoid those risks as you move through the process and what getting educated will help is just speeding that process up so and it may take an element of um an element of challenge and an element of stress out of the whole process because if you've got somebody you can speak to so if you go on a training course and you start running into a problem a certain problem if you've kind of kept with the community that was on that course, um, you're going to be able to link in with that community on a regular basis and you're going to have some folks that you can ask your question to. So if you're running up against, like I say, a particular problem, you can ask those people who were on the course with you or the tutors on that course how to fix that particular problem or how to mitigate against it and they should be able to help you. So there's a whole host of benefits to spending the time to get educated. Now, like I say, obviously, education is just one thing you can do. You can get a mentor or a coach as well. And I think that's a really key thing, having a few people that you can go and talk to about whatever it is you're trying to achieve is going to be really helpful. Now, if they've got a good understanding of your end goal and what you're trying to do and how you're trying to do it, because if they understand how you how you work and what values they, that you have, you can they can work with you to help you get you to your end goal um, by, and help you minimize the problems along the way. Now, you may get started really easily and you might get 
uh, just using property as an example because that's what I'm familiar with. I don't really know too much about stocks and shares, but using property as an example, you know, you might get your first couple of properties really easily and then you may have a problem scaling in the future. So like I say, you may get three or four properties and then kind of hit a uh, a wall, a barrier that you can't push through because you're spending your all the time that you have available to you managing those properties. So does that mean that you should stick with just the three or four properties and not ever grow? But then are you missing out on other opportunities and not being able to grow your income to meet your expectations because you're kind of stuck with just whatever your income is from those three or four properties. Maybe to reach your financial freedom target, you need eight properties. Well, if you're stuck at three or four, you're only halfway to your financial freedom goal. So you've actually managed to create yourself a second job if you're already in a job. So maybe you're doing this in your free time and now you're utilizing all your free time managing these three to four properties, whatever they may be, um, and, and like I say, struggling to grow. So maybe you can go to a mentor and lay out how everything's structured, talk about where you want to get to, and they can bring a fresh pair of eyes, a fresh set of eyes to the problem and kind of talk through options to either streamline what you've already got or move you further forward than you already are. Because usually whatever problem you come across, and this is again, whether it's in property or something else, other people have already ran into that problem. So it's not a unique problem to you. There is very little in this world that is unique anymore because everybody has done everything. There's not, you know, there's very little unique stuff even as uh, new things come online. So although Bitcoin isn't new anymore, um, I still don't fully understand it, but um, uh, it's not new anymore. Um, But when it was new and it came out, it follows the same kind of patterns as other financial investments, other monetary investments. And there are patterns to how to develop business whatever that business bit may be. So whether it's a Bitcoin business that you've got, um, a business, a Bitcoin investment business, there are other investment businesses that you can find a mentor or a coach in and they will have gone through similar problems. So their exact scenario might be slightly different, but they will have run into those exact same problems that you're running into. So your um, business mentors and coaches can help you get through those kinds of activities. So that's business mentors and coaches. You can also talk um, to or get an accountability coach. Now, these folks, uh, accountability partners or coaches, whatever you want to call them, they can be really helpful. So they tend not to be or you can get um, accountability coaches that have um, specific knowledge in your chosen area. So you might be able to get an accountability coach who is a property investor So they may be able to kind of coach you through um, to help you keep you accountable through your property journey. Now, you may also decide to get an accountability coach that has nothing to do with your chosen professional area of business, whatever it may be, because they can also help you in other areas of your life. So accountability partners, coaches um, can, you know, can talk about your fitness, your health, your business, your relationships. And kind of keep you on track for all the goals that you've set for all those different areas, those different elements of your life. So you may work through, you might say, right, my business goals for the next couple of weeks are 
to go and get 10 new tenants or 10 new clients or find five new properties or um, buy five new products to sell. Um, whatever it may be, you may set yourself those targets and then having an accountability partner, you will lay out those targets to them and explain why you want to achieve those targets. And an accountability partner will check in with you on a regular basis as to whether you've achieved those. And if you've not done it, they kind of shiver you along to make sure that you achieve them. Now, if you keep coming up with um, delays and solutions, they might sit down with you and talk through, right, you keep running into this issue here. So let's uh, look at how we can fix that particular issue. So maybe it's time management. Maybe it's about uh, knowledge about a particular topic. Maybe it always takes you longer to do video editing for Facebook posts, for example. Well, they might look at that and see a trend through through the course of a few months and saying, right, do you know what? Every time you set a goal about um, posting videos on Facebook, um, that's always delayed by one or two weeks. So why don't we stream that process, streamline that process? Can we outsource it? Can we make it easier? Can you go on a course to learn about that stuff? And they'll notice those trends and help you identify those sticking points. And it's nice to have that because, you know, you might just get into the habit of, oh, it just takes me longer to do this because I'm not great at it. But you forget to kind of do that analysis and say, right, actually, that's killing a lot of time. and You're losing a lot of time to that activity. So having that accountability coach is going to help um, smooth those bumps out and make the journey easier for you whilst also having that regular check-in to make sure that you're staying on track. So all those kinds of different ways of keeping on track are important to have. And when you're starting out, maybe you won't be able to afford to have all of those. Maybe you won't be able to afford to get educated and have um, a, a coach or and having an accountability partner. But say you go on a course, maybe you go find a course that you want to do that's going to give you kind of a baseline knowledge of how to start. So you go on that course. Well, guess what? There's, you know, typically, you know, there might be between 30 and well, 100 people on the course, depending on how big it is. Um, you know, there's going to be people in the same boat as you on that course. They're just starting out. They want to get going and in exactly the same financial position. So why not speak to as many people and as part of your networking on the course, see if anybody is willing to be your accountability partner and you be theirs as well. So you're adding value to them and they're adding value to you. You can help learn together, which means you will both speed each other's learning journey up because you'll always have each other to bounce ideas off. Now, this is different to working in partnership. It's just being an accountability partner checking in once a week or more regularly or slightly less regularly, depending on what what uh, both of your requirements are. You might be able to check in, like I say, once a week, just whether that's a phone call or whether you do that through a Skype chat or something, yeah, or even through email or text. You know, just lay out the number of goals that you've got for the next week. Um, you write yours, they write theirs. You text each other your goals for the week. And then at the end of the week, you check in to see how each other has performed. And if each other has had any challenges, you help each other solve them and just bounce ideas back and forwards off each other. So that can be a really useful way. So even if you don't want to kind of um, go to the extent of paying for that service, that might be available to you by doing it through something like that, by meeting somebody at a course. 
that could be really helpful. So when I was talking to my friend, you know, about her plan, the first thing that became apparent was she really wasn't sure whether property was for her or not. She didn't have the confidence that it would work for her. And as we were chatting, and like I said earlier, the only kind of property strategy she was really aware of was buy to let. So I said, you know, how about, sir, have you heard of serviced accommodation? Would you be interested in that or HMOs? Um, would that be more thing? You know, you know, there's there's the opportunity for higher cash flow with HMOs. Um, if you wanted to go for capital growth, then that's a slightly different strategy. And she kind of understood the the difference between capital growth and cash flow. So that was really good. Um, but then she hadn't heard of serviced accommodation and she hadn't heard of HMOs. But once I'd explained it, she kind of knew what it was. She she was familiar with kind of student accommodations and room shares and things like that. So that was really good. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to rely on this for a source of income or to achieve a big goal, for example, like she wanted to leave her job in 10 years time and be able to sustain her life. Um, so she was married with uh, with a daughter. You know, you're going to need a certain level of income every month to be able to provide um, the basic necessities to, to live off, essentially, before doing any of the other activities like traveling that she wanted to do. So. One of the questions was, right, so how much is that that you need to be able to give up work and do the traveling that you need? What's that going to cost? And she was like, oh, I'm not not really sure. I said, so what, right, the first step is to calculate that number. So how much is your outgoings each and every month? So that's kind of your baseline number of the, what you need to get to. Right, then the next bit, the nice to have. So the real goal is the traveling bit. So how much will that cost roughly per month and add those two numbers together and then that's what your goal needs to be. In fact, you probably need to add 50% of that because if you aim for a goal, you never usually never quite achieve the goal. So you need to aim for more so that you could achieve enough to, to get going. So you need to work out that number. And then what you need to do is have a plan to get to that number now, maybe buy to let is the perfect strategy for you. I don't know, but maybe something else is going to suit you a bit better. Or maybe you're going to want a mixture um, because you're kind of a risk adverse person. So you want to spread your bet, so to speak, and have uh, a mixture across your portfolio. Then that's maybe what's good for you. So you need to go and learn about these things. Now, I'm not necessarily saying edu um, courses is the only way to learn. Like I said, there's plenty of free information up on the web. Um, there are books you can buy, which are fantastic resources um, for a relatively low price. Um, so there's all these opportunities about ways to learn. But you need to go and take that time and spend that effort to learning that stuff so that you can say, yes, this is for me with confidence or no, it's not. And you need to come up with a different idea. And this is true, like I say, whether you're talking about property or whether you're talking about stocks and shares investment or any other type of business. You know, if you're starting your own um, fitness classes, for example, or you're starting your own cookery school, whatever it may be, there are going to be resources out there that you can use to help you. Books, are, like I say, are always cheap, you know, on Amazon or um, your local bookstore, pop down there, see what they've got. Um, you know, a quick Google search for best books on property investment or chef school or whatever it is, is going to give you a good list of books to read on that topic. So that's always an option. And I think that's a real key thing is 
taking that time out, learning that subject or learning the most you can from the material um, because you're never going to, I'm a firm believer of you're never going to learn everything by sitting down at a desk, you know, whether that's at a course or, or reading a book or, or watching YouTube videos or whatever, you have to go through the process to learn it properly and come up against those problems and work through them um, to get to know them really, really well. Um, but it's about setting yourself up for setting yourself up for success as best you can and taking that time. So we had a really good conversation and she kind of went away and said, oh, no, I definitely need to to do that. So I suggested, you know, I've got a couple of books. I'll happily lend them to you um, go away and read them. Um, and I'm happy to recommend some courses for you as well if you particularly want uh, to. You know, everybody's more than familiar now by now on the podcast. I thoroughly recommend the Progressive uh, Property Courses. Um, if you're into property investment or want to get into property investment, there are a number of um, courses that you can get to start out on. Um, there are, indeed, there are some uh, free courses that they offer. Um, so they do discovery days, uh, for example, and they also do a three-day uh, multiple streams of property investment uh, course, um, which is, like I say, not, not one or two days, but three days. Um, and that is also a free course, so it doesn't cost anything. Um, so they, those are really good opportunities to go and kind of get the basic knowledge of property investment. And I'm sure there are other companies that do the same, exactly the same types of courses for whatever industry you're looking to get into. So are there any free courses that you could pop along to and um, start getting educated? Now, the other thing that I mentioned to her, because she was talking about whether it could work for her or not, because she she specifically mentioned a couple of programs such as um, Tenants from Hell um, and a couple of those other ones, um, <laughs> which, um, you know, there are always bad tenants and you're always going to come uh, up against problems. But the exposure that you've had um, at this moment in time is to those negative examples. So what you need to do is expose yourself to positive examples. So find some people who have done what you're trying to do and done it well so that you can, so that it gives you that knowledge and that um, confidence that it's been done before. Because if you know it's been done before, you know that you can do it. Because by finding somebody who's done it, you can essentially take their blueprint, right? How did they achieve what they've achieved? And it's going to be even better if you can find somebody who started out in the same place as you are. So if you're a single mum looking to get into property investment, find another single mum who's got into property investment. If you are um, a middle-aged couple uh, looking to retire um, through property investment, then find another middle-aged couple who have retired through property. Are you looking to um, retire from your day job and create this as a business for yourself while well, find somebody else who's done that and follow their blueprint and you don't have to copy what they've done exactly but it'll give you an idea of how to go about it and like I said earlier it will give you that confidence that it can be done and having that confidence you know we've talked about that a number of times on the podcast being able to say yes I know somebody who's done it Yes, I can see it's being done um, will give you such a boost because when you come up against any problems, well, I know that so-and-so's done this, 
you know, so worst case scenario, you can go and ask whoever it is for how they've uh, achieved that. Um, but being part of that community and regularly seeing people who are doing what you're doing just exposes yourself to a different element of life. And it, it gives you that, like I say, that confidence, that energy, it will bring, it will really bring that energy to bear because seeing people doing what you want to do, you know, that's really quite inspiring. And if you can see that on a regular basis, whether that's by following people on Facebook or Instagram, whether that's by reading blogs on a regular basis, whether whatever that is for you, just get yourself that kind of be around that content instead of the negative aspect of it. So stop watching Tenants from Hell or um, Stocks and Shares from Hell, whatever the equivalent of that is, uh, and start getting around those positive examples so that you get used to being in that successful environment. So I hope hopefully that's helped you guys as well. Um, I think that's uh, I think that's a really key thing. So like I say, that, that applies. I know I've talked about property a lot there. But that applies to any other business that you're trying to achieve or indeed any other goal that you're trying to achieve. So if you're trying to go and run a marathon, for example, well, find some people who've run a marathon before. You know, there are courses and trainings that you can do. Now, there may not be like sit down classroom courses, but the equivalent of that would be would be um, training in a gym. So you might be able to get a personal trainer um, to help you out on that journey who will give you your uh, give you the information you need and ensure that you're doing everything you need to do to get to that marathon or whatever whatever the outcome might be you know so this is applicable to whatever you're looking at and again with that marathon example there will be people you can follow who have done what you're trying to do and you can even take it to the extreme level so for example um, you all know I did my first half marathon a couple of uh, months ago now. I'm looking at doing another couple and I want to work, try and work my way up to a marathon either at the back end or at the front end of next year, um, which, I think, which I'm really looking forward to doing. But so as I've got that as one of my goals, I've kind of got runners or people who run regularly and professional runners um, added in my Facebook feed and on my Instagram account so I can see what they're doing on a regular basis. So when they go and do training or whatever it is, they come out with some hints and tips. I can see that stuff and I know that they're doing it. So for example, to take that to the to its extreme, um, so I want to do a marathon um, soon. I've got a book and I've started following Ben Smith on Facebook and um, I've got his book that he's written um, so Ben Smith, if you don't know who Ben Smith is, he ran 401 marathons in 401 days. So um, I bought that um, and I've start, just started reading it. Um, I've already read the first few chapters, so I've not got to the end of the book yet. But that's a phenomenal story so, for, so far, and it definitely will be, about how he's overcome the problems he had um, and managed to get to a, uh, a place in his life where he can actually run 401 marathons in 401 days. So for me, that's inspiring because all I want to do is run one marathon. So, or, you know, I want to run a number of marathons, but I certainly don't want to be running them um, anytime soon uh, back to back. So being able to see people who have run um, much more than what I'm aiming to do kind of puts me in that mind space. So I know it's imminently doable and I know that it's 
not easy to achieve because it's going to be really challenging to get there, but there are harder things to achieve out there. And if those harder things can be achieved, then I can definitely achieve that. So like I say, hopefully that's helped. That's all I wanted to talk about today. If any of you want to post your goals and your plans and how you plan to get educated, how you plan to um, work with accountability partners, please feel free to post on the Facebook page. Uh, If you want an accountability partner, why not post on the Facebook page and see if anybody answers you? Um, You know, it's going to be a really great resource if we can help each other out. Um, So that'll be great. If anybody's interested in any property investment courses, whether it's through Progressive Property or otherwise, let me know. Um, If it is Progressive Property, I can help you out with getting those booked um, because I I see the guys and talk to the guys on a regular basis. Um, So let me know what course it is, if it's one of the Discovery Days or whether it's one of the Mesopies that you want to go on. Give me a shout and we'll get you um, sorted out if we can. And yeah, so hopefully that's everything. So thank you very much for listening and I shall see you next week.